0: This is Aby, and this is the Talk About God podcast. Um, apparently, I caught myself some lead poisoning and haven't been doing this like I know I should. Um, so that is wholeheartedly on me. But, been going through some stuff, haven't we all? And in it really buckling down, <laughs> trying to get through the Bible, finally... Um, finish it all up this year hopefully in the next couple of months I'll have it all read for the first time in my life literally every single book I will have read at least once some multiple times but um, it turned out to be a much larger endeavor than what I anticipated mainly because what is it there's that beautiful saying if, the, if Satan can't make you bad he'll make you busy and so he's done a phenomenal job at making me busy and um especially in the last geez the last month has been it's just flown by it doesn't even feel like it's been a month but we have officially been um living in a camper which everybody's always like so cool um and i am happy to report yes so cool we're not mobile we say in one little spot, but we went from 3,200 square feet down to probably 250 maybe square feet. Two dogs, two cats, two kids. So it's been an adventure. We've actually done really well because naturally going from that much space with all of us to this little, you would think that there would be a lot more heads butting and toes being stepped on and all of these things that surprisingly not the case and i'm so unbelievably thankful for it um it's just further confirmation that we're doing what god wants us to do um granted on the flip side of that we are trying to um get our farm lined out right now we have you know 20 acres of soybeans and 10 acres of woods and the goal is that on that there is going to be a shop with a camper behind it temporarily and that one day, maybe one beautiful day, we will get to build a house. Um, until then, we are camper livers um, for the foreseeable future. So continue to pray for us um, if you do already. Thank you. If you don't, we'll take them. Um, but with that, you would think I would be less busy, right? There's less house to clean. Um, and that was the impression that I was under when I first um first started living in said camper that was like the the glorified idea I had of it right oh my gosh you're gonna get out there you're gonna have way less yard to mow because hello campground um and it's gonna be great because you're gonna have so much free time what I've come to discover is I no longer have a dishwasher (laughs) so dishes take longer um I am the only person who knows how to clean the floor at all like the running a a little vacuum or a broom or anything it's it's the rest of people I live with it's they're incapable um of doing it I still love them but it's just not their strong suit and um the dogs and cats are surprisingly more needy because they have less room to run amok and all these things so There seemed to be a trade-off. Additionally, I really like sitting outside and just sitting. So I spend quite a bit of my free time doing that, um, which is great. But again, I found myself being busied with other things that are not really necessary um so I did have to readjust my focus and um kind of buckle back down and remember what's important. Um so I'm glad that that indeed happened. We went to camp for church kids camp. Anybody else who's experienced it? God bless you. Um and I say that with sincerity because it's a lot. Um ours was very disorganized and a little chaotic and um it really did however kind of drive me to God in a different way. In one of those, like, man, I really need to step my game up. Like, I'm letting myself get played with. I am not spending the time with you that I should. Um, and I know we all look for at least I let me put it this way, I look for that perfect formula right like I feel like I would have been a really good Jew I feel like I would have been the Pharisee of Pharisees like Saul and I would have been homeboys I would have been such a great Pharisee because for me it should be black and white it should be yes or no if you have all these laws and rules then just follow them it's not hard if God tells you what you need to do in order for him to be okay with you, then you just do that and you move on. And then Jesus comes in and flips the whole script, right? And he goes, hey, you suck. And there's nothing you can do. Like, you can try all day long. Keep on trying. Knock yourself out. You're never going to get there. That's why I'm here. So you trust me and I'll get you there. And so it's amazingly freeing. But then a lot of us, um, at least I have been known to in my life kind of rest in that and go oh jesus has got it so there are seasons where i go through and i put forth very little efforts in my walk with god i will pray every night before i go to bed i am i've made it a routine and a habit to pray over my meals but like those are my only two habitual prayers like i well i take it back i pray as soon as i wake up so like, basically, I would pray five times a day, right? Morning, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then night. And that was really it. And, you know, when he tells, I think it was Paul, um, is telling the church, I think it was in Corinthians. I can't remember for sure. But regardless, he's telling them to pray without ceasing. Like, maybe it was Ephesians. Anyway, there is a verse pray without ceasing, which means don't stop. Ceasing is to stop. Don't stop praying so pray about every little thing. And so when I get to the habitual second nature like yeah, I love you God. Like he tells me I love him. I love I say I love him back just in automated response, but I don't I don't make the effort. I put the relationship on autopilot. I do my my daily like I'll read a little bit of the Bible, sure, that's fine. Just because I'm in a habit. I check off all my boxes and I go on and then I wake up one day and go dang I've missed it I've missed it I've missed the mark here and it's not that I'm not a good Christian or this not another which is just ridiculous anyway but it's the fact that relationship is very much two-sided and yeah I mean I open up my Bible in the morning and I check that off and I move on but like am I really listening Am I really paying attention as I read, or am I just skimming through it? Because let's be honest, let's be real. I am very good about speed reading and skimming things. And I will retain maybe a quarter of what it is that I speed read myself through. And um, I just realized that that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been on autopilot and not very intentional. And if my husband um, were to basically put our relationship on autopilot and not be intentional, I would be so upset, right? If he only reached out to me, you know, five times a day, yeah, he thinks me for what I've, you know, done for him and all that. But then he immediately asks me for the things that he wants. Um, And there's no really, like, catch up, like, we're not catching up, we're not connecting at all, it's just, hey, thanks, and by the way, give me, give me, give me, um, give them, like, whatever, like, he's a really nice guy, he, he asks for things for other people too, which is really sweet, but, like, that's really it, and he doesn't take the time to, like, just sit with me, and hold my hand, and ask me how my day was, and then, like, shut up, (laughs) long enough. Sorry. Hush up. I know some people don't like the words shut up. So sorry. Um but he doesn't stop. Long enough to allow me to respond and not allow me to respond like in the typical way of like we we both read the newspaper over breakfast. Um and so that, you know, that's great. Um or he lets me tell him a little snippet of yesterday at breakfast or whatever. I mean, you kind of get the gist like If the relationship's on autopilot, it's not going to be well in any relationship. And so when I allow my relationship with God to be on autopilot, it doesn't go well either. And so in an effort to try and help other people because I know I need it. I will say that I am growing to learn that when I'm stuck in these kind of ruts. um, One, fast. Find, first and foremost... Whatever it is that's keeping you so incredibly distracted from God. Whatever... What is it? What is it keeping you from Him? Like... My personal experience is like... Social media is awful. Um, and I'm not a huge social media fan. And still, somehow it creeps in. And it sucks the joy out of my life. It's social media. So... I, I shut it down. I walk away from it. I make a conscious effort. Um... But, naturally, because I'm not a huge social media buff, I am huge escapist. Like, I love to read fantasy fiction. Like, I like anything that is so not here. (laughs) Like, that just transports me to a different land or otherwise. So, naturally, movies and television make me... Like, that. I can waste my life on Netflix or... Well, I got rid of Netflix, but you get the gist. Like, I could waste my life on any streaming platform you can come up with, as long as it's a good show. I will. I can binge watch with the best of them. My whole day's gone. Um, so I noticed that podcasts too kind of get me um, sometimes, depending on what it is. But anyway, so I've noticed that I have to remove that as well. I commit to no screen time. Now it's hard, yes, because hello, I use my phone for a living. So I do have to limit it to just work-related actions or communicating with my spouse. Like, I don't ignore people, but I'm not allowed to stream any videos um, when I commit to something like that, and I don't do social media. I just I just shut it all down. Um, I even go so far as to try and avoid, like, I, I will try not to watch TV, like, even if somebody else in the house has it on, which in this case, in the little camper, it makes it a little difficult, but you get the point. Um... And then if I really want to ratchet it up a notch, I will fast from food. Um, As always, don't do it if it's not healthy for you to do. Like if you can't, if you take medication, do not do this. God is not asking us to fast. He says that he would rather have your obedience than your sacrifice. Fasting obviously is a sacrifice. And it is something that you don't have to fast from food. There are options. But I have noticed... That when I am hungry I pray a whole lot more I do I am in constant communion or uh, yeah constant like communication with God um, because I'm praying that he helps me through I'm praying that he gives me strength I'm praying that he just be with me like all of these things because every time I get hungry I'm like oh man and it reminds me it, it constantly kicks me back in that mindset same thing applies for the electronic you know screen time whatever i have noticed that it's really a struggle for me because i will pick up my phone and automatically just go to do something and i'm like oh no and so then i immediately pray um but that is something that's more of a habitual thing that i can break myself of a bit more easily than like if you're hungry you're hungry there's no amount of breaking it that you can do. You can convince yourself that you're not going to die and it's going to be okay. But at the end of the day, you're hungry. And it's going to be a constant, never-ending reminder to pray um, and spend time with God. And the whole point of fasting on food, from food is like when you do that, you spend what would be your lunch break instead of eating and, you know, whatever... Um, because none of us sit down and eat for an hour. Um, we take like, what, 10 minutes to scarf something down. So you spend the entire hour reading God's word or listening to some, a podcast or something that's going to teach you more about God. Or something something that's going to build your spiritual muscles and draw you closer to God. Um, versus Versus eating. It, you just replace it. But that's what I have found that works for me personally. Um, it's There are probably so many people out there that can do so much better <laughs> than me on that. Um, but again, we're just all trying to figure this out as we go in a world that is absolutely insane. Um, I keep seeing different articles that come out about people leaving money laying on the ground laced with drugs to basically kill people so please don't pick money up off the ground um all kinds of insane things and you know we've got Biden going over to Israel to broker what he considers a peace deal um which is effectively trying to give some of israel's land to palestine or to the i think it's the palestinians anyway he's trying to barker broker peace but god himself gave that land and said that nobody should take it away from them so i'm a little concerned about what that means for the united states if for some reason this deal is somehow done no matter how agreeable the israel like people are to it it at the end of the day it's god's people and it's god's land and you don't play with god um so anyway there's there's many things that we have going on in this world those are just a handful that we should be aware of and definitely pay attention to um in addition to you know just every now and then turn off turn off all media social media the you know television Fox News, CNN all of them just stop and spend more time talking to God about it because at the end of the day we are so randomly progressive but we're so backwards in the aspect of like we freak out about anything and everything these days and it's not to say that these things are not concerning um and not you know important but probably not something to lose your mind over definitely not something to have road rage battles with people I can't count how many videos I've been seeing online of people getting out of their cars on interstates in traffic randomly and having complete and utter come aparts on someone else like it does not make any sense at all so all i can say is the world's full of hate (laughs) but we're called to be the light And in that, we have to be obedient. We can't have a relationship if we're the only one talking. We have to actually learn to listen. Um, I can't tell you how much it does truly affect your life if you would just sit down and actually make an effort to listen, Um, which is as simple as just open your darn Bible like you do not have to be perfect um he's never once called someone to be perfect he's called us to be obedient and so how are you going to be obedient if you never get instruction i mean i don't know what i'm supposed to do without him telling me i'm i'm lost anyway even when he tells me half the time i'm lost um but it's really hard to be obedient if you don't shut up long enough to listen and hear the instruction. It affects so many more things than what you can, what you realize. It affects your, your attitude. It affects how you treat other people around you. Um, how you treat your own family. Shocker, yeah. Um, guaranteed, I can tell every time my husband quits getting in the word every time he gets up in the morning and he is not reading his bible in some manner whether it be his actual you know paper copy or if it's you know on his phone or something i can tell when he's not in the word just solely based on him and his attitude and how he treats people around him it's huge and i know that if i can see it in him then he can see it in me and so on and so forth so as always i encourage you get in the word get in the word get in the word of course i will say it until <laughs> i'm blue in the face but it's so important it is active it is living it is it is jesus jesus was the word made flesh still is so if you want to know what you're supposed to be doing and what you're doing wrong what you're doing right or otherwise you just want a friend get in the word. Regardless, thank you so much. I don't know, um, I don't know who you are. I don't know, you know, exactly why (laughs) you are kind enough to listen, but I do pray that whoever you are, this is encouraging for you, that it does help you along in your walk, that it strengthens you, and that It does drive you to Jesus, which is really the whole reason any of us are here. So, God bless you. Have a great day and get the word.